0: and ways to make it easier. Hey, Janine. Hey, Shannon. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, too. Good. We are having a beautiful blue sky, but very cold day.
1: You're killing me. We're we're at 37 degrees and raining. Oof! It's awful. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm sort of sorry I brought it up. Yeah, I, don't I want was you gonna, to have to think about that. I wasn't going
1: to complain about the weather, Shannon, and but you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's sort of our habit to talk about the weather, right? And I was trying to be positive, and therefore I couldn't bring it up. I had nothing good to say. I'm glad you're having blue skies.
0: (laughs) Maybe we'll have to change that habit. Maybe. Oh, you are amazing. (laughs) You didn't even pick that up.
1: I didn't. I'm less amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I think that just
0: goes to show that uh, we don't... um, Obsess on our topics.
1: That's right. <laughs> that's a true statement. But we do want to talk about changing habits today. That's right. I think um, people perceive changing habits as something that's really difficult, and um, it, I suppose it can be, but it also doesn't have to be, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, I think
0: that we've I'm going to guess most of us, if not all of us, have had the experience of changing habits pretty drastically over the last six months or so. Um, I know I have. Uh, and it's sort of amazing. Like, if you if you think about it, like you said, it's like, well, I'm going to change this habit. That seems really hard. But what, with the right circumstances, changing habits is... Um,
1: happens much more easily it's funny to think of the global pandemic being the right circumstances but but yeah when it's life or death then we can change habits pretty easily right right Um, but yeah when you just i hadn't before we started talking about it today before we were recording i hadn't really thought about how many habits we've changed as a result of living with this pandemic where if we Um, At least where I live in in St. Louis, there's a mask law and face covering law. I imagine that's true in Portland as well, right? So it's not just a matter of um, good practice, which of course it is, I think, but also uh, obeying the law and um, just always always having a a mask handy when I'm walking out the door is not nothing. Right. (laughs) And and clean, right? Right, (laughs) right.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Well, and I already had a pretty well-established habit of washing my hands as soon as I came inside. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, like mostly I I always did it from the grocery store. Like when I come home from the grocery store, I would wash my hands, unpack the groceries, wash my hands again. I don't know why I did that. That
1: was just a habit that I had. Wow. Um, You're a step ahead of everybody then. Yeah, so I didn't have to, like, recreate that habit. But. I sure did. I never washed my <laughs> hands coming from the grocery store. And, uh, and now, yeah, I do, I do go straight to the sink and wash my hands. And um, I also keep um, a, a bottle of nicely scented hand sanitizer in my cup holder. So when I get in the car, after I've been in the grocery store, yeah. I sanitize my hands so that I can take my mask off. i would rather not drive with a mask on if I can avoid it but I noticed early on that when I didn't have that handy I would take my mask off and immediately touch my face and so right um, (laughs) yeah uh, (laughs) um, yeah those habits um, or just the habit of with doorbell rings no grabbing a mask if you're going to answer the door right yeah but why is anybody ringing anybody's doorbells? Right. Well, yeah, in my house, it's almost always a delivery person who isn't actually at the door, yeah, yeah, they, they ring the door the doorbell and then leave. right, but you just in case they grab a mask, yeah. yeah, and I keep one by the door. Uh, you know, I have a little table next to the door, so I try to keep that stocked with cloth masks um, because paper masks, disposal masks don't fit my face, unfortunately. oh. Because uh, um, I have many of them, <laughs> but I can't wear them. It's really annoying. I should donate them to somebody. Um, yeah. Uh, and then when we think, I mean, it's habits, but also lifestyle changes in terms of thinking about how we're, or at least in my, in my house, how we eat. And, you know, we, going out to dinner at the, I don't, well, isn't happening. <laughs> and right. uh, it used to happen on a whim. Um, just as something, or on a planned activity, but now we have to make sure we have food.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and um I've been, I I sort of go on and off the habit of meal planning mm-hmm. and because I certainly prefer to make dinner from a plan rather than at, you know, 6 o'clock at night standing in front of the refrigerator saying, what what are we going to have for dinner? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so that's one of the habits that I'm trying to create, but you know, it it's not life or death. It's just really you know about being more pleasant, mm-hmm. and I and I think that's one of the key things about creating a new habit is, um, you know, with using meal planning as an example, it's not an issue when I need to do it. You know, like I think about doing it on. Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon or something,
1: it's not an issue. And so it doesn't really feel that compelling to do. Right. It's not until you're standing in front of the refrigerator at six o'clock that it becomes an issue. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so the the way to help make it a um, a habit when you need it to be a habit, you know, to, to, to help get yourself to do it is to remember how good it feels at the time when you need it you know mm. like on a on my Sunday afternoon meal planning time if I think about like oh my gosh how good would it feel to know what I'm going to cook you know every day at six o'clock I know what I'm going to cook
1: mm-hmm. yeah um, and feel feel that you actually feel that in your body don't you I mean you're yeah. To, yeah. You're conscious. yeah yeah you Yeah. That's motivating. No, that's a
0: good. Idea. That's a good tip. Right. So you know, remembering it's 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 all about the why, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and getting in touch with like how good that feels, and attaching it to at the time that you need to do the habit that you're creating.
1: Right. I use the um, my Trello my beloved Trello daily task <laughs> management board to uh-huh. create a new habit. Of um, taking my calcium supplements, which I had slacked oh. off on, and then I mm-hmm. had a bone density exam, <laughs> and a bone <laughs> density test, and I just saw my doctor and I told her I, I confessed that I had slacked off on it. She's like, no, 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 you 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 have to um, take it, and also I was deficient in vitamin D. Big surprise, right? Because I wasn't taking yeah. calcium with vitamin D, and I don't go outside anymore. So <laughs> um, so anyway, I put take calcium um, and supplements in my um, uh, daily task management board with a little um, cute little sticker and then I put a second one in that says take calcium again because I said to my doctor am I supposed to take it twice a day because you can only absorb so much she's like yeah take it twice a day but I'm gonna be honest nobody does it she said I can't even remember to take it twice a day and I said well I intend my next time I see you to tell you (laughs) that I could do what you can't do, (laughs) and I'm taking it twice a day. And so so I have a second one that says take calcium and vitamin again. And um, and so far, it's only been a couple of weeks, but so far, uh, that's been really motivating to me and helped me remember whether or not I'd taken it, which of course is a huge part of habits. Right. Um, Right. It's made a big difference. But you've, you've actually sort of created
0: something that's a, that's a really good motivator is wanting to prove that you can do it. Right. Like what, wanting yeah. to go back to your doctor and say you did it.
1: Totally. That you to succeeded where I, everyone else failed. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I totally want to brag to her. And um, yeah. absolutely. And I also um, will uh, we'll be getting my vitamin D levels tested again in six months. And I want to... Show that I, I want my blood to show that I've done it too. So because um, she's having me take five thousand uh, IU's of vitamin D a day, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. So that's um, I'm kind of uh, well. I'm quite pleased about that, and I don't know why I had let it slack off, but um, so far so good. Well, it's easy to do, and with those sorts of things, the the
0: benefit of taking them is often so intangible mm-hmm. and so far away that it's it's difficult to connect it to anything you care about. So then it becomes something that you're trying to make yourself do, mm-hmm. which doesn't usually work for very long, if at
1: all. Right. And then when you get that bone density test, it tells you it gives you the um, real value of taking it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah what, I know my why on this one. Not only do I want to be able to tell my doctor I succeeded, but I don't want to fall and break a hip. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, It was a humbling thing, that bone density test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I have a little bit of personal maintenance to... Catch
1: up with like that. <laughs> Nicely yeah. put. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And in the, I think that you know, with things like daily habits like that, sometimes ugh, it's so tricky for me anyway to remember whether I've done certain things, like right. giving Bix his pill. He it's an allergy pill. It's so unremarkable. That it's hard to remember if it was yesterday or today that I did something. And um, I haven't really come up with the best solution for that, except he gets it most
0: days. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and that's when it becomes really important to have some sort of system, like, you know, with your Trello board. Why isn't that on your Trello board?
1: You know what? You should be getting confetti for that. I should be. I've got Walk Bix and Walk Bix again. (laughs) <laughs> on my trello board because barry can't walk him <laughs> these days so um yeah that needs to be on there that's good although though i do but, have take pulse ox measurement and i uh, on there and i don't remember whether it was today or yesterday i did it because it's so oh. it's so nothing right right yeah but.
0: well and it's so probably so far away from between there's such a distance between when you do it and when you would d- mark it on your trello board right like you would you, you would have to create the habit of um, marking it as done on your Trello board immediately after doing it.
1: Right. Which is something I could do. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but that's the that's the part of the problem of
0: the the world that we live in now is that for most of us all our days are pretty similar and it really there isn't a lot distinctive and unique from day to day so it's hard to remember Mm -hmm. whether you did some of the more mundane things so creating systems that let you know whether you did it i mean it could be as simple as even though you're only giving bix one pill a day putting it in a pill box Mm -hmm. so it's obvious whether you gave him his tuesday pill or not right um Uh, even though it sort of seems like an extra step, it takes away the worry of knowing whether or not you did it.
1: Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. And certainly I have pillboxes. Sh- maybe I'll give that a shot. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you know, either somehow tracking
0: in some way that you did it mm-hmm. um, can make a real difference in creating that habit and, and making sure that it's a... Um, that it's a lasting habit. I wish I could just ask him. I know, did I give you a pill? He'd be like, I yeah,
1: but that might have been yesterday. Uh, no, he would just say yes, because he doesn't want me, because <laughs> he's somebody who I have to open his mouth and jam it in. Oh, yeah, so
0: he's not like. a, um, let me lick that cream cheese off your finger. I don't no. know if there was a pill in it
1: or not. Yeah, he's <laughs> not one of those dogs. Unlike Scout, remember Scout would do, <laughs> take anything wrapped in cream cheese. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah so and when he when bix was a puppy he used to just take a pill you just hand it to him like it was a treat like the pill itself was a treat and he'd swallow it oh my gosh that's changed Um, Um, yeah yeah, that's he's he's grown up on me he's smart he's very smart but that's great food for thought like um yeah so it's these things um i feel like there's so many other just putting on a mask Not leaving my mask in the car when I go to the grocery store is actually, I'm doing okay, I'm doing great with that, but it wasn't easy at the beginning. Right. Like I'd get to the door, oh man, turn around and go get the mask. Yeah. But now it feels so natural to put it on. I'd feel naked trying to go in without it. I know, it's so weird. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And it's sort of amazing, like, it it really shows you, like, your capacity to change. Like, it did not take long for me to go from, like, it would never occur to me to do or not do this thing to, oh, my God, I can't believe we ever did or
1: didn't do this thing. Right.
0: And also now
1: we don't even notice whether people's wearing, I don't notice if someone's wearing a mask. I notice if they're not wearing a mask. But they yeah. don't notice if they're wearing a mask. Like, how weird is that? Right. <laughs> That's how
0: we live. It's really weird. And it's still weird to me to watch TV shows and see people not wearing masks. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed an ad came up on something I was watching. And um, I think it was an. it was an ad for like an insurance thing or something. And so it was like a doctor and a patient. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they were both wearing masks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then it was like, you know, the, the phlebotomist came in to draw the person's blood and, and, you know, was wearing a mask and a shield and, um and then and they were all standing, you know, six feet apart. And it was very interesting, because it would it, it both seemed completely normal and also Very crazy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's like like that. Commercials were the last frontier, or TV shows. I mean, we've had a, a, a one. I can think of one. Maybe there's more TV series that's happened. Oh, I can think of two post uh, COVID, um, but mostly there. Everything we watch was before the pandemic, so we right. haven't seen that stuff. Yeah, huh. Yeah, so it was very interesting
0: to see this ad that, you know, met all the all the social distancing
1: guidelines and yeah. mask wearing and everything. Yep, I think it shows that it's here to stay. And these habits that we're creating or changing are probably going to turn into lasting habits that we need. Right, I think so. And some of them so. are, you know, are are beneficial regardless of whether or not there's a... Pandemic, like you know, I'm now somebody who washes my hands when I come home from the grocery store. That would have been good to do before now, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's probably better for me that I yeah. now wash my hands a lot more. It's interesting. I took a workshop
0: um, recently on creating a writing practice during the pandemic, and during the workshop. Um, the people giving it, like, asked a series of questions and said, you know, just answer them, don't think too much about it. And um, one of the questions is, you know, when's your favorite time to write? And without thinking about it, I put late afternoon, Mm -hmm. which is really strange because I've been trying to create this habit of writing in the morning and it's not working, Uh and it never occurred to me to
1: create (laughs) the habit in the afternoon. Wow. Isn't that, that's interesting. So um, you've been trying to <clears throat> make a choice that didn't feel natural to you, perhaps, because it felt like when you should or would want right. to do it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, well, you know, it seems reasonable to like want to get up and like have as part of my morning routine time to write. But um, I think for this particular kind of writing that I want to be doing, I don't think my brain's awake enough. and And it would be Far better for me to do it in that afternoon and it just never occurred to me <laughs> have you tried it yet um I did a little bit yesterday and it's mm-hmm. great yeah in the afternoon I'm a weird person where like my peak time is basically like three to seven
1: mmm I believe that I've I've shared room bed, hotel rooms with you I know what you're like in the morning <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, three. That's interesting, and I'm just really tired from three to seven. Yeah, um, I think most people are. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's really. And cool. I think
0: most people are either morning people or night people, and mm-hmm. I'm apparently a late, late afternoon, afternoon person.
1: person. Yeah. Well, and I used to try to do yoga out after I finished working for the day, so like as a transition point between work and evening. So mm-hmm. five thirty or whatever. It was brutal. <laughs> and now oh. I do it as a transition from, um, like, morning computer work to walking Bix. So I do oh. it at, before a shower, um, uh-huh. at whatever time that might be, and say 8 in the morning. It's great. great. Love it. Never, you know, I, I love it. It's a great way to start the day. So I don't know what made me think it made sense to do it in the late afternoon. I think because it felt like I I don't know, a mind um, well, the, it was when you were doing it before
0: you were doing it in the afternoon.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was not, And you were enjoying it. I enjoyed the yoga. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, right. When I said it was brutal, it wasn't the yoga. I love that. It was getting myself to do it then that was oh, the problem. Uh-huh. It was a really difficult time for me to do it. And yeah, um, it's, yeah. so uh, I did like it and I was glad I did it. But it was easy for me to fall off the wagon as well. So now... That I've got the spot that's really the right spot for my day, like Mm -hmm. you know, like you're writing. um, It's made all the difference. I I don't even consider skipping it. I mean, sometimes I do a really short practice, but I always do it. Right.
0: Well, and I think that's a really good thing to notice. Like if there's a habit that you're trying to change or a new habit that you're trying to create, you know, mess around with it a little bit. Try different times or different ways to do it or, um, you know, approach it just slightly differently. And it may
1: make all the difference in the world. Mm -hmm. Right. And this pandemic has taught us that we're able to change our habits. So let's let's harness that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I do um, want to say one more thing about habits that we both know is very valuable. And I think you did naturally. Um, with that is attaching it to another habit so mm-hmm. you know you before you do it before you walk bix you do it after I can't remember what you said you do it in between um, but computer work and walk walking right and bix. Mm-hmm. so after you're done with your morning computer work and before you walk bix you do it so it's like slotted into this thing that happens every day yep and um and finding a spot like that and i think that's a little bit of the thing i'm noodling over with my writing habit is what can i attach it to in the
1: afternoon right because um, ideally it's after something rather than before something but right it could be before your afternoon cocktail <laughs> <laughs> well then i would have to have an afternoon cocktail yeah i know but right. well, there we go my work here is finished <laughs>
0: Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's really funny. Um Now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, hmm.
1: Maybe I could have an afternoon cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> You're more likely to have maybe I mean, what about a Thai chai tea latte? Is that what it is? You well, and that was that was um
0: pre-pandemic was my habit was to go um get one and work at the coffee shop. Oh right. Yes. And so now I'm not doing that. And I'm also not get going out and getting a chai every day. Uh-huh. Many days a week but not every day. Um but you know maybe tying it to that somehow would be would be really useful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, a delicious warm beverage made at home, perhaps.
0: Yes. I mean, what's not to like about that? Exactly. You have a lovely home. <laughs> so we want to hear from you. Are there habits that you're trying to change? Is there um, something you found to make it easier? We want to know. You can let us know on social media. On Facebook and Instagram, we're at Getting to Good Enough. On Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. The show notes are at gettingtogoodenough.com. And you can always, always, always leave us a message at 413 424 GTGE. That's 4843. Um, But for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that Good Enough is getting easier for you. It is about time for my afternoon chai. Maybe I'll do a writing session along with it.
1: Or or have a cocktail instead. (laughs) (laughs) You have the best ideas.